0: We're back. We're back again. It's baby. An- another episode of your favorite number one podcast your in the entire world. Number one
1: favorite podcast in the entire world. That's right. It's King of the Podcast. That's Ooh. us. And we are back. We're back. And you know who else is back? Um, Our good monster, friend. we haven't talked about for a while. Friend of the Children Everywhere, then not quite yet. As of this film, it's Gamera. Oh, we'll get um, back. Round we're of the applause for Gamera, everyone. Um, wow. Go Camera.
0: We Gork all knew Gork you Gamera. had in you.
1: We love you. We're so glad you're back. I'm so glad we were able to watch your movie.
0: Literally back from outer space. Yeah. and We couldn't be happier. Exactly. I mean, but we'll get into that. Uh, what... So today yeah, um, what? Well So today this movie that we are talking about is Gamera versus Barugon, mm-hmm. And what is this movie about?
1: Okay. It is recap time. Um this movie is about Gamera. This is true. It features our friend Gamera. Also true. Uh in a major role. Um There is a nice recap in this movie of kind of the the really condensed version of what happened in the first one, which is mostly Gamera showed up and then got sent to space. Um, This did happen, but apparently on his way to Mars, Gamera crashed into a meteorite, and it freed him, and he came back to Earth to terrorize the people some more, Um, eat up their eat up their energy classic guy classic classic guy um he does some destruction then he's like oh volcano's going off oh i checks his watch i better get going and Mm. he flies off to the equator to uh suck up some more flames because as the movie says gamera loves flames um this is true this is just yeah then we cut to um our cut the human protagonist of this film keisuke and he's flying a pilot He's flying a plane. He is a pilot. Um, And I think he's retiring is what was happening. I I didn't quite get that down. He's retiring. He's out of the game. Uh, And we find out that part of the reason why is because his older brother has a deal. Uh, So he goes to this place where there's these women uh, dressed in traditional garb playing traditional music. Uh, while these men are hanging out in the back room doing shady stuff, and they got grenades uh, and guns
0: in the in a dark room, mind you.
1: In a dark room, yeah. Um, and it turns out that they have to get an opal hidden deep within a jungle that is worth lots of money. Yes. Um, Yo. Know, and so they go. They go to the jungle. Turns out it's in it's in uh, Papua New Guinea they roll up and once again we are <laughs> it is for the 800th time it yep. is that time it is time for it is
0: time to be racist to pacific islanders
1: racist native seed oh my god it wouldn't be
0: a kaiju movie without it truly
1: yeah this one is even but more i wish to god it was because it's not even like it's not even like mothra where it's like oh it's fairy island you know fairy island and definitely a definitely real place like This one... No, they're just, like, in New Guinea. Yeah. Like, one of the biggest islands in the world. Yeah. And they're just like, eh, you know, no one lives here. Just a bunch of weird... Anyway, it's anyway. just the the
0: natives
1: um, with who plastic are all straw skirts. cheap plastic skirts and you know flower fabric like, bras and like Pacific Islanders do, like Pacific Islanders do, like all of them. They're all the same. And also, there are. I mean,
0: it is very clearly Japanese actors with Spray blackface. Pans. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not
1: ideal. It's awful. Yeah. Um, it's pretty bad. So, you know, the natives are, uh, scared of Rainbow Valley, and our, uh, civilization-loving team are like, screw that, we're gonna go get this, this opal, we gotta go get it, so they piss off, they shoot the gun at, uh, everyone, oh, I forgot that, uh, also, that this is the scene where we're introduced to, um, Dr. Expat and, uh, Miss Lightskin, Mm, um, yes, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Who are just, like, basically... Again, these are just, like, identical characters to every other character in, in so many of these movies. Um, I'm not going to talk about them that much, but, you know, they, they're they recurring. So I, I do have to mention them. Are th- the three people... So there's three people on this mission to retrieve the opal. We have Keisuke, who is our protagonist. We have... Um, uh, oh, God. Yeah, Onajera, who is... He has the gun, and he's he seems to be a little off the rails. This guy seems a little yeah. crazy. And then I believe the third man's name is Hajiwara, but it's not said very frequently, no. so I could be entirely off base, and I don't really care enough to look it up, because he dies. No. Oops, he dies soon anyways. Well, they go geez. through a little... Crawl through the jungle. There's some great... I love tropes of oh we're just gonna, there's a snake on this tree branch, and yeah. you know and some quicksand. I love quicksand shenanigans, uh, but eventually they get to the cave where the opal is. and go okay, we better find this opal. But as they're like planning their attack, they uh, Onodera shoots this big scorpion, and it's like yeah, scorpion could have killed you. These cor- yes. scorpions could kill a hippo in five minutes. Um, everyone's like, okay, that is scary. Yeah. So, whatever. They explore the cave a bit, um, and they eventually find the opal. And they cheer and they celebrate, because this thing is worth, like, a lot of money. It's a big money. opal. It's, it's a big, it's like...
0: It's large. It's,
1: a, it's sure. a hunk of a rock. It's big. Um, and the guy that's not, uh... Keisuke or Onodera, you know, celebrates. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna travel all over Japan. I'm gonna hang out with my wife, and I'm gonna Hell be rich, yeah, baby, filthy, stinking rich." And the whole time, Onodera is staring at this massive scorpion mm. on his shin and doesn't tell anyone anything about it because Onodera is the worst.
0: Is evil. This is one of the big things to Batman. learn about this movie. man.
1: Anyways. The scorpion like. stabs the guy in the leg, killing him, like, nearly instantly. Uh, Keisuke holds him in his arms as he dies. And then, he... <laughs> then Onodera's like, hey, why don't you give me the opal? Mm. And is like, okay, but only if I get your gun. And Onodera's like, deal. And then he, like, lights some bombs and blows up the cave and <laughs> runs away. Pretty um, cool. Keisuke wakes up. In uh, camp with the natives and tells them about the massive opal Miss Lightskin and Dr. Expat tell him (laughs) about the curse of the opal and that bad things will happen if it isn't returned they're like ooh it's not really a gem Um, we then cut to Onodera who's hanging out on a boat he's back on the boat that he took to get to the island Um, and you know he gets a checkup they they give him an infrared lamp to uh heat up his foot to cure his athlete's foot but he yep. forgets to turn the lamp off when he goes to play his mahjong game and fool uh he leaves the the opal in in the path of the infrared beam and it turns out that's not mm. a that's that's not a rock
0: that's mm. an egg
1: you idiot oh my Dum-dum. god Dummy
0: kaiju movie. you should in a kaiju movie. You a kaiju movie. Dummy. It's an egg.
1: Genre. Anyway, so little tiny baby Barugan pops out of the egg and um <clears throat> he blows up the ship because he gets really big quick and the ship starts sinking um, and the people on the shore are like oh no, the ship's going down. I sure mm-hmm. hope our opal's okay that I wanted to buy for a lot of money. Um... Barugan appears out of the water. He starts doing some classic kaiju stuff. He's destroying stuff. Um, the Onodera, the betrayer, he meets with Keisuke's older brother and uh, lies that the other two men... Eh, they just fell off a cliff. I didn't have anything you know. to do with their deaths. Yeah. Um, it happens. Anyway, everyone runs back to Osaka where Onodera and Keisuke's older brother have a a big argument about how to get back to the Opal, and then they just start beating the crap out of each other um, when Onodera confesses to how he betrayed the other two men on his mission. Um, Onodera drops a couple filing cabinets on the other guy and then steals his wallet and just pieces out. we never see KSK's brother again for the rest of the film. Yep. Um don't need him anymore. We find out that um, also Barugan has a big sticky tongue that like shoots yes. out like a big chameleon tongue. Does it ever? And it hits things and it blows it up and then he shows up to Osaka to freeze it, I guess, because you know he's having fun. He's he's he you know, he, he got out of the egg, he's ready for a night out on the town. So he gets barraged by tanks, but uh oops, freezes him, get out of here. Then he freezes a bunch of buildings, and then he freezes some fighter jets, and he's having so much fun. But this is causing the military to freak out, man. They're like, uh, what are we gonna do? This guy has a big tongue. Uh, uh. We've never had to deal with this kind of woodness before. I don't know why they talk like that, but they do yeah, it's weird um
0: yeah I've never heard Japanese talked uh spoken in that kind of an accent before no
1: um, but their idea, the military men their idea is to hit it with long range missiles classic you know, hit this baby with a with a intercontinental you know ballistic missile and yep. uh you know, uh, lights out. So they get ready to launch a bunch of missiles from uh, a military base. The missiles are all like lining up, ready to launch. Uh, but then Barugan, who was taking a power nap, senses yes. something is wrong in the universe, wakes mm-hmm. up, and then blows it up, all all the missiles with his his rainbow beam. The military can do nothing. They're defeated. You
0: can't. You can't. You can fight rainbow. Only beam.
1: borrow God's rainbow beam. Is p- power. It's so powerful. Uh, thank God, though, that Gamera likes heat because the rainbow beam is really hot. So then Gamera's like, "Ooh, what yes. Ooh, a suntan." And then Gamera shows up and starts. It goes, mmm, yum yum yum." And he starts uh, flying into the rainbow. Um, and then they have a big fight scene. Which I, they fight a bunch, you know, um, Gamera, like, stabs Barugan in the face, um, and he starts, Barugan starts bleeding, and then Gamera is, like, frozen to the point that Gamera can't do anything, um, and everyone feels hopeless, Largely because it seems that Barugan can't be stopped. People th- still seem to think that Gamora is a menace, which I guess is fair. Uh, he hasn't really done much yeah. nice to people, but I don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, he, can, he does the cool spinny thing. He's, he's chilling my books.
1: Yeah, y'all sent him to space. He's just trying to heat up. Like, that's all yeah, it is. It's cold out there. Um. Yeah. Miss Lightskin and Keisuke have now arrived back in Japan and they say, "Okay, well, we have to hunt down Barugan because he's still ravaging the countryside." Um at which point Onodera and Keisuke meet up and Keisuke beats the crap out of Onodera for being a terrible terrible man. I, I yeah. don't really know why they met up. I think that was I don't know, it was someone's house and they were both there and they made eye contact. And said, "Why, ya yeah, yada." And then they, you yeah, know. Yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of that. Start punching each other. Uh, Miss Lightskin starts sucking up Keisuke's blood at one point. Gotta. I, anyway, um, Barugan's weakness is water. So they say, "Haha, we will use a diamond to lure Barugan into the lake, and then he will, he will kill himself, and he will die." Um, thus. Time to enact Operation Diamond. Uh, yes. Onodera hears of Operation Diamond and is like, "Hmm, diamonds, money. I like money. What if I mm. stole the diamond at some point in the film? What if?" Um, so he like I need to still be in this. Rubs his hands together, gets some weasley evil ideas. I thought it was good that he was still in it. I'm not gonna anyway. Yeah, no, Operation Diamond fails, though, because the diamond isn't bright enough. Barugan does not buy it because he is freak. He is freaky because he got transformed by the infrared beam, so he's not like a regular Barugan. He's like a souped-up Barugan, and he needs something like mega bright, not just a regular diamond bright. He needs, like, mega bright, so they have to increase the voltage of the diamond. If I told you I knew what that means... I probably have a PhD. I don't know. Maybe I'd be out Mm. there writing movie scripts. Um, Mm. So then they use... What they do is they put the diamond in this, like, death ray thing that they've been trying to use. And it attracts Barugan. And... um, They manage to lure him to the lake that they want to kill him in. And just as they're about to get him in the lake, so he dies... Uh, Onodera shows up on a speedboat steals the diamond says yeah. see ya suckers. gets back on his speedboat Barugan is angry about this and then eats him whole um, Yeah. and now they don't have a diamond what are they gonna do how are they gonna get Barugan in the lake Um. it's so sad and then uh, Miss Lightskin and Keisuke hang out at the abandoned military base where they feel sad, and they vibe, you know, and they get a little angsty. They're like, "Uh, nothing matters, Uh, Barugan's gonna kill us all, this sucks. But then, Keisuke discovers, Rearview Mirror survived the rainbow attack. Rainbows can be defeated by mirrors, so yes. they enact Operation Reflection, where they build a big mirror and use it to deflect uh, Barugan's rainbows back at his own self. Um is wounded, but it's not enough to 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 fully stop him. So who has to come in and finish the job? Oh come on. It's it's, Gamera. It's Gamera, baby. Could be anyone else. It's Gamera. Could be anyone else. It's Gamera. Gamera flies through the sky, beats the crap out of this guy. And uh yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Not really much more to say. So, uh Zach. This movie. What'd you think of it?
0: Eh. Wasn't wild about
1: it. Uh, a lot of I them think... are starting to blend together at this point. I will. Yeah.
0: Like, this one is like so. I, I, by the I, books. I kind
1: of liked like, this one. A lot. Just cause. Um, Even though like. Yeah. The plot is like. So disposable. And that's like saying something for one of these movies. But I think it was nice because like. I don't know. It didn't really... It didn't stick around too much. I don't know. There wasn't like... like. I'm just thinking about... just thinking about Son of Godzilla where it's like, okay, we have the scientists who are doing their experiment and then the weird subplot with Mini Godzilla and Big Godzilla and I don't know. That one... I also just didn't like that one as much. But this one felt by the books but just like really... St- streamlined in some ways, in other ways I do think there were too many confrontra- like, I don't know why they had to, to try and defeat Barugan three times, it just kind of bloated things, I I really feel like after Onodera stole the uh, the diamond I really think Gamera should have just showed up then and finished the fight yeah I mean honestly for me the main
0: thing is it just doesn't, cause this one isn't Toho, this is uh, Dai, yeah um, So it's not like, I just, I feel like it just doesn't have like the, the level of craftsmanship and just like the, the, there's nothing to keep me going. Like with a, with a bad Toho uh, kaiju film, like even if the plot is boring, it's like, well, there's still going to be some really cool effects and like the, the miniature work is going to be excellent stuff. With this, it wasn't up to that quality where I wasn't like excited to see what they're going to do next. And so I don't know because I mean, that's honestly what I I like most about a lot of these films is the like the the the, the miniature work and that kind of stuff and they're just I don't know just not there for this one.
1: I thought it I don't know, I guess for me I think the highlight of this movie is not so much the the miniatures but much more the monster battles. I really like the way that this one shoots its monster battles. It's like I don't know I like the POV stuff I like. It just cause I, I find that a lot of the Toho like monster battles can get very flat and I don't know are staged kind of boringly for mm. me. Whereas this like was just a little bit more dynamic and I again I really like the POV. Um I like I also just really like Gamera as a monster, so when Gamera is on screen, yes. I'm really happy. I this movie would have benefited from more Gamera. They totally sidelined the guy very early on. That
0: is, yeah, the other big problem that I have. There's um, not
1: much Gamera. But I don't know. I also liked how like, know, like weirdly violent this one was, where the adults are just like beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. Like I I remember a little bit of stuff like that in Mothra, but not quite to this, uh, quite to this degree. Also, like you know the way the monsters bleed and stuff, the way the Barugan bleeds is like yeah I don't know it's freaking awesome for me. I really like it. Uh, I do agree that like they they obscure they just often obscure a lot of their miniatures as soon as possible. Just be like oh, we'll just put an explosion in front of it or you know whether it's like mist to freeze it or whatever um yeah no and th- like well, and Barugan is both like charmingly bad looking and cheap looking and amazing at the same time for me so like Barugan is a very mixed bag i don't yeah. know it also it feels like it's taking a lot from Godzilla raids again um Barugan looks a lot like whoever the hell Godzilla fought in that one. Um, yeah. Osaka Castle is here, just like in that one. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it just feels uh, like there's nothing new here. And, like, it's I don't know.
1: Like... Baru God's rainbow beam was, was entirely I mean, okay, new. Okay, that's true, but... And his giant tongue.
0: Yeah, I guess I hadn't considered the giant tongue. I also, oh, like... Bush. Yeah,
1: it's true. The only thing that was really new about the last one we watched was Baby Godzilla, and that's like, look, Baby Godzilla's not really new, okay?
0: But it's Godzilla, but smaller. I don't know if you understand. Yeah.
1: yeah. Overall, uh, it's it's all right. It's got hello, whatever. It happened. I think it's fine. I, I mean, think if honestly, it was shorter, I, I would have. Like, yeah, my, it, cause there's my some main awesome problem is if there's
0: like forty minutes. Of just the plot with the opal before we get to any monster stuff. And like, yeah, Gamera, like, destroys the dam at the beginning. But then there's, yeah, 40 full minutes. Was that 40 minutes long? It is. Oh my God. Of them going to the, the island, finding yeah. the, the opal, doing yeah. the cave in thing. Like, I, yeah. We, we we all know my opinions on that. I want to see the, the freaks. Show me the freaks.
1: I I I also, but I, I, sorry, I feel, sorry for my stuttering, um, I feel like the lead in this one was a little bit different from, I don't know, he was, like, putting his whole ass into it, like, I don't know, he's, like, getting on his knees and, like, screaming and crying and stuff, uh, Kojiro Hongo. Yeah. I thought he was, uh, really good in this one, personally. Um... Apparently appears in the next couple Gamera movies. Not as the hmm. same character, but um Yeah, cool. No. Overall, whatever, it happens. It's a chapter in, in the Gamera saga. I think Yeah. I mostly I'm like just... it for being a little bit little bit more adult in some ways, a little bit darker, Because like, I know pretty soon after this Gamera just swings right around to being um friend of the children friend of the children and it starts to feel a bit more tv style from from what i'm aware of um i'm just i'm
0: just so excited for when we get to Giron.
1: i love Geelon, yeah
0: Ge- oh my gosh
1: oh my gosh the best the best i mean i just love gamma so i'm just happy to see gamma in anything you know me you know me yeah y'all know me whatever um next piece uh we
0: gotta rate Barugon.
1: okay uh Barugan. the monster right yes Bar- uh, Barugon is so okay. hard for me to give a rating to because as i've mentioned Barugon has some seriously strong aspects
0: this is true
1: uh r- like rainbow beam Awesome. Rainbow
0: Beam is, is huge. Rainbow Death Ray. Um, chilling Liquid. Extendable Tongue. Is awesome. Um, it's yeah, great. Is, I these love it. Of course, it. Our, our number one trusted uh, source for all this information is Wikizilla. Yeah. Uh, where it says physical capabilities are to be added. And that, I mean, oh, I don't think we've no. encountered a kaiju with anything that powerful before. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So, he's got, he's got mean, positive parts, but negative parts... Conceptually, I love him. Just
0: execution-wise, it just feels so cheap. Yeah. It's just... He's just... I mean, and part of that is charming. I mean, he's a goofy-looking dude. Yeah. But I just... I don't... I just... I want more.
1: Yeah. I definitely like... Um... I feel. I definitely like how Gamera looks in this. Gamera looks awesome in this movie. I love Gamera's big glowing eyes in this movie and. Yes. Crazy blue fire. Um,
0: Gamera is sick.
1: Gamera is sick, but the thing is, I'm not rating Gamera right now. I'm to be rating the other guy, Barugan. Barugan is like. Barugan's like a B minus to me or a c plus I'd say
0: I'd say I'd give it a c a, just a straight c Okay okay
1: Well I I want to push for c, but I'll, uh, okay, I'll c plus but all I'll give it to you Okay never mind then I win <sighs> um, I just like that he now... bleeds I just think it's so cool that he bleeds you know He's like he's god like, it's yeah. so messed up he's just, just uh, he's just bleeding and his purple blood and then he goes into the, the lake and he's
0: Wait, hold on, this just just then we're hearing, I think we have a special update from our
1: foreign correspondent.
0: Hi, I'm foreign correspondent, and this is the segment where we talk about the other, the international releases of this film.
1: Oh boy, uh, what do you have for us, foreign uh, correspondent? So in
0: the United States of America, see, uh, in, the, in 1967, the um, film was acquired by American International Television and uh, was released on TV as War
1: of the Monsters in Aww. 1968. That's kind of a terrible uh, name. They don't even war that much.
0: Yeah, it was part of a syndication of kaiju films acquired by the company. Um they also did Monster from Prehistoric Planet, Godzilla okay. versus the Thing, which as we have covered before is the American version of Mothra versus Godzilla. Uh. Um there's also uh uh this was also uh, one of the very few movies that was featured twice on Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Oh, interesting! Um, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the hosts were like, "Why? Where's Gamera? Why isn't Gamera in in a lot of this movie?" Which, true. Um, it's and true. That seems to be it. Uh, so that that is all from our foreign correspondent.
1: Dang. Okay, also, sorry, I'm looking at a trivia piece from from the website. And that 19, because this came out in 1966. Yes. And 1966 was apparently like a crazy year for uh, kaiju movies because you have this, you have Abira, Horror of the Deep, a Godzilla movie we, we accidentally skipped. We'll be go, getting back to it at some point. Uh, Magic Serpent, War of the Gargantuas, and the Daimajin trilogy. Damn. And it's also the year that Ultra Q and Everyone's Favorite Man, Ultraman, premiered. Damn. 1966 is a banger year for this.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, do you want to bring us into taglines?
1: Welcome to taglines. Start tagging these lines. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where are the taglines? Is that on? <laughs> Where do I find the <laughs> Do I usually find? I find the one?
0: Uh, IMDb, I think usually. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's okay. Well, the one, that's I'm. Just, ah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling so much.
0: Oh, you think these bits are easy? You think it's just easy to? Oh uh, well, to... it has
1: been. It has been in the past for me. Usually, I find it like snap. Like yep. Oh my god. Well, enough. I, there is one on letterbox that I could tell you. I can tell you the Letterboxd one. Uh, Gamera burns the streets of Osaka in an instant. Mm. Barugan freezes Osaka Castle with a single gust. An underwater clash at Lake Biwa. Mm. Okay, so first off, <sighs> Gamera d- doesn't really burn the streets of Osaka that much. Second off, there's no underwater clash. Third off, I feel like it took multiple gusts to freeze all of Osaka Castle. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. With that, uh, we have proven the tagline as faulty, and it will now be Mm -hmm. executed by the state. Mm -hmm.
0: As it should be.
1: As it should be. No, I'm literally not seeing a section on IMDB for it like there normally is.
0: That is messed up.
1: Yeah. So sad. I also forgot to mention that Barugan's weakness is water, Um, which I think if you peed on, which means if you got enough people and you peed on Barugan, would he just be like stuck sitting there? Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: that is why, that is why Barugan is C tier, can't even withstand a bit of piss. Stop.
0: Uh, I think it's time for Amazon reviews. Uh, We got a five-star review from R. Fletcher. Okay. uh, Titled Monster Turtle. That is all you need to know. Verified review in the United States on May 21st, 2015. Either like Gamma or not. I love these movies. Great fun
1: all the way. Nice. This one comes to us from Robert Benjamin In the United States, it's five stars. Go Gamera! Double exclamation point. Uh, This is awesome. As a monster movie fan, Godzilla was the one I used to root for. Now I have switched sides and must say that Gamera is the number one Mm. movie monster for me. I mean, you cannot get any better than having a giant turtle to cheer for. It's true. What are you going to do if you're not cheering for a giant turtle?
0: Um, This is from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Five-star review titled Gamera from the United States of America on January 10th, 2013. This is a fantastic movie. A little dark for kids film. But the only problem is that it doesn't have dual audio. Hmm.
1: And that is a problem. That is a problem. We got Michael A.K. Beck. Reviewed Uh, in the United States, 2004. Uh, Four stars. The thinking man's camera. (laughs) (laughs) The adult theme, bracket, greed, end bracket, works very well. And one can really get a sense of the main character's desperation and self-guilt. As he, along with a native girl, struggles to find a way to destroy the monster Barugan from an egg that he thought was an opal mm. most of the first run Gamera films were kiddie fair, with the costume looking very quote cute this film is the exception and Gamera looks more quote realistic well mm. as realistic as you can get from a 60s monster rubber suit but this version has uh, wait just give me one second here uh, if you're a fan of the quote golden Age and, quote of Kaiju Iga, particularly mm. those films from the 1960s, then both versions of this film are worth checking out. Anyway, that was that was Michael a Quebec. I really just I most that one is I mostly have picked for the title. Yeah, <laughs> it really is mean, the thinking man's.
0: I mean also combined with Quebec as a last name.
1: right, it's a lot. It's so amazing.
0: This is this one I'm I'm picking only because it's an it's an interesting contrast to uh, many other reviews that I've seen. Yeah, doing this podcast. Uh, it's from Tina L. Porter. It's a five star review, which is interesting because the review is titled not English like it said it would be. Uh, it's in Japanese, not English like it said it would be. Still a five star review. Good for you, Tina. Oh, that's sticking nice. it out. Thanks, Tina. Good work, Tina proud of you thank you tina
1: Gamora for out. adults by sargi okay. Bri. this yes. probably is the most adult oriented of all of the gamma films mainly because it is the only film in the original series uh not to feature a child as the main human character however i also think that it is one of the weaker films in a series the human characters aren't really that interesting and this is one of the flaws of the Gamera series. At least with the Godzilla series, or for that matter, Toho Kaiju films altogether, the human characters, especially in the earlier films, are fully dimensional. Whereas in the Gamera films, they are treated as more of an afterthought. This film is not really one of the brighter moments in the whole Gamera series. Yeah. On the other side of things, we have 5 out of 10 from Benson Mum 2 saying, Mm. Better than the usual Gamera offering. (laughs) A number of comments on IMDb proclaim that Gamera vs. Barugod is the best of the early Gamera films. Well, I agree, it's a bit like saying I prefer a toothache to a root canal. Neither is something I want to experience on a regular basis. In all seriousness, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a very good one. Even with their best effort, Daiei could never match Toho. Daiei's monsters look cheap and clumsy compared to Toho's. And what's up with Barugan shooting a rainbow ray out of his butt? Completely ridiculous. And the final showdown between Gamera and Barugan is way too short. Toho would have been sure this fight scene took up the major portion of the movie. Honestly, wrong. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. They... They... Nobody has super long... Anyway. (sighs) Huh. Okay. Still, like I said, Gamera Vusha vs. Barugan is better than the usual Gamera offering. Why? Because Gamera's hardly in it. I don't really care about Gamera, so the I like less Gamera, person. the better. I don't oh like my gosh. I'll say At least it. this movie's reasonably this intelligent. pissing me off. <laughs> Gamera movies suck when they feature Gamera is the friend of all the children. I never understood how a monster that destroyed half of Japan goes on to be every child's best friend. You could fill a library
0: with the things you don't understand
1: for what it's worth a 5 out of 10 is the best I could do thanks Benson off
0: my show Um, and let's bring in Renita uh, Edmond who gave this movie a 5 star review titled Gamera my favorite monster turtle reviewed in the United States on February 18th 2016 I like Gamera versus Barugon. huh that's a verified purchase Right there, folks. Is that is that gonna do
1: it? I no. We have one last review okay. coming in for us from B. Kogan Big. Uh, diamonds are a monster's best friend. Hmm. Three out of ten. Gamera, who. Wait, sorry, i got to figure out a voice for this. Uh, Yeah, Gamera. (laughs) Gamera, who started out as a bad guy like a lot of WWE villains. He becomes a hero (laughs) monster in Gamera vs. Barugan. So true. (sighs) Barugan is yet another Japanese monster creation. And he looks like an ancient Styracosaurus. Barugan loves jewels. Dislikes rain, but spits out a rainbow ray that can melt just about anything. Gamera first takes him, but gets defeated. However, in the rematch, Gamera kicks some serious monster butt. Of course these movies are bad movies, but they're enjoyable in their own way, as the Japanese started marketing them like Vince McMahon does for his heroes and villains. So...
0: The entire, the entire country of Japan. The entire
1: company of Japan, company of Japan. Country of Japan. Uh, so enjoy the cheap sets being demolished once again, and don't take it seriously in any way. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well. Well. That's uh, that's gonna do it. For another, another, another one of uh, these things. Another one of those. We like to call it another one of these. Hey. A
1: podcast. It's a podcast. Um, I'm, I'm podcasting at you. Hey, huh? I'm podcasting here. Hey, hey Mikey, I don't my see you around Gaya Gaya over here. Uh, you should, you should Gaya. keep listening to my podcast, huh? Uh, you should listen to my podcast. This is a podcast art made by Guy. Made, made by artist. Ah, wonderful Go artist.
0: Follow, follow th- find the links in the description as well as Kevin McLeod who made Rock on Chicago. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Chicago. Hey, Rock Chicago. On. This is unlistenable at this point. Yeah, hey. I'm really sorry, everyone. Uh, I'm not. I make no apologies. <laughs> oh, no. Um, for my art. And um, I make no apologies that you're going to have to wait another month before you hear our beautiful voices again. Uh, what are we watching next month?
1: Next month? Um, I think... I feel like we should watch uh Ibira Monster of the Deep. Okay. Which is anyway. Another 1990, 1966 uh movie. But that it's the Godzilla 1996 one. Movie. It's 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 the sixty-six movie with Godzilla in it. Nineteen ninety-six. Um, I'm always wanted to anyway. I'm excited I'll for see it. See you
0: in nineteen ninety-seven. See you
1: next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
0: And it's that time of the month, that time of the episode. once more, it is time for the secret segment of this podcast called Garfield Comments. Where I go to gocomics.com slash Garfield and click random. And then I read a comment. And no one tells my co-host. Because it's a secret. Um, So let's do it. Uh, Here we go. It reminds me of the Nutty Professor. With Eddie Murphy. When he was dreaming. Letting it rip. After eating a small chicken wing. Thanks for listening.